0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Spook, our yearly frightening episode of Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Targaryen. I'm here in our San Francisco studio. Joining me here in the studio is my faithful dragon... And ...steed, C- Caraxes, C- uh, also
1: known as the Bloodworm. That's with a Y. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we, we're, we're in our very spooky San Francisco studio here. We're also joined remotely by Justin Davis... Just regu- regular, ass, regular ass Justin Davis. Regular ass
2: Justin. So look, I <laughs> feel like a real Halloween Grinch because I had a costume and then I even had a plan B costume and then both of them fell apart at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So I am just well, Justin today. But,
1: but now people will be seeking out that shirt on eBay for all the time trying to dress as regular ass Justin. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's true. We'll They'll put be- all this the
0: That's going to be a hot costume for 2023. (laughs) We're also uh, very, very pleased to be joined by Alicent Hightower- Calling in remote. Hi everybody, <laughs> <laughs> aka
3: in a previous life known as Tina Mini. Hi okay. everybody, so yes. happy
0: to be back. Yes, wonderful to see you, Tina. We're so glad you could join us. Uh, well, let's let's we've got a great show for you this uh, this week. Also, we're going to talk about we've got some game of the year fun facts that have been sent in by uh, a listener, and I think you're going to find them pretty Ooh. interesting. We've got some spooky mm-hmm. emails to go through. <laughs> but Tina, but first, Tina, catch us up. It's been a few months since you left yes. us.
3: Yeah, I know. I miss everybody terribly.
0: But um, I know. But- now now you, you, you've since revealed that you've gone on to work at Xbox.
3: Yes, yeah, I'm at Xbox now. It's been four months, which is crazy because I've done a lot uh, in the span of what we used to call event season, which is sort of now just event uh. all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my new gig. I worked on immediately jumped in on like Gamescom and TGS. Worked on Minecraft Live. So four months, but man, it feels like it feels like a year at least having done all those things. But yeah. I miss you all so much, and I still yeah. read every day and watch every day.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. Likewise, you're also missed around these parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, c- can you can you give us a, the, give the listeners sort of any insight into like what your role is at Xbox?
3: Yeah. So that that is good context. Good point, Damon. This hosting thing works well for you. <laughs> um, I'm the my official title is Director of Broadcast and Event Strategy Lead, and that effectively means I work on our premiere broadcast. So like the the um, Xbox Bethesda showcase that they put on, that was before my time. I was still at IGN doing Summer of Gaming stuff at that time. Um, but moving forward, stuff like that. And Gamescom stream, the TGS stream, all that stuff is what my team works on. Mm. And then the consumer experiences if we're doing a physical <laughs> event around it, too. So that's uh, that's me and my new team at Xbox.
1: That sounds very cool. Hey, Damon, yeah, I just sounds- realized uh, my dragon snout is picking up the uh, delicious scent of pizza, which has been delivered to the office. Oh my gosh. <laughs> are you sensing that yet?
0: Yeah, I With do. your puny
1: human nose? <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, they are bringing in pizza here in the San Francisco office. We're having a costume Contest here today. Ooh. I think. I think. I think I will Sam be participating in SidCon. I think this Sam is, has a good chance <laughs> of winning yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: gotta if go for it, Sam. I could fit into Put this Charizard in costume, <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe. And now we have to podcast for a whole hour while we just smell pizza. <laughs> from the the room. <laughs>
3: Tough
1: <life>. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling pizza and mask. um Tina, what have you been playing in the past four months? We haven't gotten any Ooh. updates. And yeah, are you still playing, playing zoo, Zookeeper World?
3: I am. I am. Actually, I've been spreading it out a little bit more uh, because I've been flying a lot, um, mm. just traveling a lot for work. So I've been trying to save it for those moments. And there's a lot of downtime in between flights, turns out. Mm. Uh, to go to Sweden for Minecraft Live is door to door like 20, 22 hours. Oh, my gosh. Something like it's that. Too so long. it's, you know, I need all of my Zookeeper World for, for when I'm traveling. So I haven't. I'm not at the stage where I'm immediately finishing all the stages when they first release. So I'm, I'm keeping it a little mm. bit more reasonable, but it definitely still playing. And then outside of that, um, all yeah. of a sudden a bunch of games came out. So yeah. I'm playing some spooky stuff. I'm a little late on the quarry, but I'm loving that. Um, hmm. Playing very slowly and methodically. Might technically be cheating with some, some game help. This is where Sam says, that's not cheating.
1: <laughs> that's part of the game. It's part of the exactly. industry.
3: Well, it's a little bit cheating with narrative games, but I basically take a I take the viewpoint of, I'm going to see how I would respond, and then I'm going to mm. pause, and then I'm going to look up on IGN.com oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> what the, the appropriate response should be, and usually I'm in alignment, so I just like to confirm. That's how I've been playing that. And also been playing New Tales from the Borderlands, another mm. narrative-driven game, and um, a little bit of scorn. I'm not super far into it, but another spooky title for the season.
0: Yeah. Are you enjoying Scorn? I I haven't played it myself yet.
3: Yeah. I think you'd like it actually. Um, it's, I mean, because of the horror element uh, I think people don't realize what a puzzle driven game it is. Yeah. So you just get into this kind of half machine, half like human flesh and, and bone and tissue uh, kind of an environment. And it doesn't tell you a lot. So it very much is about you going out and exploring and trying to figure out uh, what the puzzles are where they're even located and then what they're asking of you so it's a lot of like experiential environmental stuff and there is combat i've just only gotten to the point of which um the very first enemy is introduced so i'm not much further than that either
0: i apologize to our viewers that i'm not looking into your eyes into the camera the monitor is over here so what i wanted to look at tina and justin i have to look over this i think i think scorn is like uh,
1: unbelievably eye-catching and yeah. I, like i really like the giger inspiration and everything and like i just think it's so cool that somebody made a whole game like based on the best parts of you know alien
0: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'll have to check that one out and then uh, for our part uh sam and justin and i and a bunch of people at ign we are playing god of war ragnarok yeah and there's not a lot we can say about it at this time and that actually i wouldn't want to get too deep into it cuz you know it's a very sensitive uh, game as far as spoilers are concerned um but i will say that i'm 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 from what i've played so far i sure really really like it it's really good
1: it's like god of war but really cold
0: yeah well <laughs> yeah parts of it are
1: it's a good winter game you know it is like a good there's those game. like movies that we think of as winter movies yeah. basically just lord of the rings yeah. and gremlins and um, mm-hmm. and then there's there's uh, winter games now, and this is a good one. Also, I believe there's a game called Winter Games. Is that right?
0: They're, oh yeah, there. Summer. It's it was, a bad game. Summer games. Summer winter games and winter games.
1: And then there's California games. And Cal- that's a great game. Yeah. It's got competitive footbag in it. It's got novelty <laughs> flying
0: disc. Anyway, I think
3: you're supposed to be talking about God of War. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Justin, is there anything
0: you want to throw in? I just I, I, I just want to assure people. I think anyone who's been like looking forward to this game, I think you're going to be pleased. I mean, it, it's
1: more of what you liked about God of War. So it
0: feels far. very much like a continuation of God of War 2018. Mm-hmm. Can you three hear me?
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was gone for a second. Okay. I don't know if you oh. noticed. I noticed that. I
3: was like, uh-oh.
2: What What
0: happened? Did we, did I,
2: I was like completely, I like rebooted my browser. I just did a whole thing oh, wow. while you we were gone. Oh, um, wow. So I don't know anything. I, don't, I have no idea whether <laughs> Tina likes Scorn or not. We are talking about California games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course. I should have guessed. <laughs> With I the God of know.
3: War footage in the background, you
2: know. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> did we talk about God of War? Did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you missed that. That's where Q and A. Yep. Oh. Well, yeah, it's great. Yep. That's that's, that's that. my contribution
0: to, to that discussion. <laughs> that's what I said. It to, was um,
3: determined it as a winter game.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're, <sighs> yeah. in, we're enjoying it a lot. Not a lot we can say about it. But I think I, like I was just saying, Justin, I think anyone who's been looking forward to this game, I don't think they're going to be disappointed.
2: I mean, we like n- n- the thing about God of War 2018 is it's an incredible game. It was my game of the year. There was not a lot of boss variety and there was not a lot of enemy variety. And the sequel immediately fixes both of those things. Mm-hmm. Like you're fighting all kinds of different enemies and different kind of big bosses and stuff like that. And so for me, I'm like, OK, uh, let's go. I'm on board. Um, you know, and then and then, yeah, there's not much more we can say than than those early impressions right now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. It's just great.
0: It's not-
1: there's more dad variety and there's just like a lot of dads in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see it's still not out for a couple weeks i'm gonna try and finish it before it's actually out so actually i, I don't get anything spoiled for myself mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. see but then there's something else i've been playing actually it seems like everyone at ign is playing it and that's marvel mm-hmm. snap which did you guys talk about this last week no we didn't uh well Justin just introduced it basically okay. as a topic
2: well, and matt like just for like
0: a second oh, we, right, didn't, we right. didn't
2: we didn't hit it hard
0: yeah yeah well it's it's so it, i don't think a lot of people are playing this at ign card game on mobile it's free to play it's uh it, you know you're your your, it's a card game with all the marvel superhero characters and it's really really good justin is it from former hearthstone devs
2: yeah so it's ben brode who is the director of hearthstone Got it. um you know and I, I actually don't know it's his new studio his startup and i am not sure where the rest of the staff came from if it's other hearthstone vets but he was the face of that game for a long time and is now the face of marvel mm-hmm. snap
0: yeah yeah
2: um it's just excellent. I think my favorite thing about it, as the more I've played I've played a lot now, I'm playing it every single night, is that you and your opponent take your turns simultaneously. So <clears throat> you're choosing what cards you're going to play, and they're choosing what cards they're going to play. And that's awesome for two reasons. One, it makes the games really snappy and fast. Like, by the end of my time with Hearthstone, I was just so tired of waiting for those long enemy turns, yeah. right? Uh... Um, but it also has this cool bluffing component of, like, you know you can mind game them or try to predict and cards are actually built this way like your card will get a bonus or a power up if you play it in the same spot that they're playing their card that turn so like that gamesmanship and bluffing combined with eliminating the downtime is to me sort of like the beating heart of what makes marvel snap really kind of special
0: yeah the games are are really fast they're like two or three minutes long as opposed to hearthstone can be 10 15 minutes um and then also you can you can play with one hand which is nice. Cause Hearthstone is a landscape game, so makes it easier to play. Tina, did you check? End up checking it out?
3: I did on your recommendation, um, and I immediately got very obsessed and addicted to it, and started yeah. looking at like you know what are the other cards I can unlock because you get introduced to other players who have cards you haven't unlocked yet. So it's mm-hmm. this kind of like aspirational trajectory. Um, and to to put my plus one on Justin's point too, I love the ones where you have to predict where is this person going to play their card next mm-hmm. so I can drop the one that'll give me additional points to me if I predict it correctly. Yeah. That is really the most fun element of that game. And then occasionally you'll see people misusing some cards, like the yeah. ones where you, you play, like Medusa, you put in the middle and you'll get extra points yep. and then they won't put it in the middle. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a different level of strategy, but I love like... Looking at what the cards are and reassessing my strategy. Like I started off loving Nightcrawler as my um, my one energy card, but I've really like rapidly switched over to Hawkeye, and I'll I'll go back and forth. And that's why you know you have that built-in element to be able to build your own decks and swap back and forth depending on your mood, your vibe.
0: Yeah, I like when when your opponent opponent plays a card that you don't have. It makes a big deal of introducing it. Like this is the first time mm-hmm. you're seeing this card.
3: Yeah. yeah
2: you can do it good like everyone talks about like the snap mechanic as if you're confident you're going to win you can you know you can snap that game and then you'll win double the points if you win the game move up the ranked ladder faster but your opponent can also retreat like they can just say no nah, I don't think I'm going to win and yeah. I they can retreat and not lose those points so that's like another level of mind games but an underrated benefit of that mechanic is you can just retreat anytime you want like there's there's one location where it just plays a random card from your hand like Mm -hmm. it just plays a card you don't get to pick it and for me it picked a one cost card and for my opponent it picked a six cost card so like (laughs) I was at this huge disadvantage right from turn one and I just noped out I was like nah, I'm good like I don't even (laughs) want to play this game out like you win Um, and then you know and then you're back in another game starting fresh again in a few seconds so like that ability to just kind of call it and lose half as many points you would lose as if you made it all the way to the end of the game is, um, is another pretty cool element I've been exploring.
0: Bloodworm, have we convinced you to
1: try out Marvel Snap? <laughs> yeah, with a Y. No, I I I thought <laughs> so. I think this game would be really interesting if it was you know taking photos of Marvel uh, characters while you're going by them on a little, little roller coaster. That's Pokemon oh, like Snap I
2: okay,
3: gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> got you, Sam.
0: Okay, okay. Damon just had <laughs> a Where, where is this going? Where is that? this going? <laughs> That's good. I was actually, I, I was kind of tricked into downloading Marvel Snap. I've seen people talking about it, and then I, was, I saw an ad. I was served an ad on Facebook. Jobra, do you have this ad? I feel like this ad tricked oh, me into downloading the game. I don't know if he's going to bring Did this up. Oh, free dude. pizza? So this ad, it concerned. says, Collect Your Heroes, and then they're all pixel art.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, the uh, game's not are, Pixel art though. There are certain cards, versions right? of cards that have mm-hmm. Pixel art, but the game it's not a Pixel art game <laughs> at all. But yeah. I saw that so, ad and I was like, Oh, I love these Pixel Art Marvel superheroes. I'll download that. I it's was still tricked. very
3: much a Demi game though. Yeah, yeah. A it card is. Battle. <laughs> I mean like it's it's a
0: very well made game. They don't so they don't need to trick me mm-hmm. into downloading the game, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. they they, um, they serve that for you specifically
1: i mean
0: probably facebook knows a whole hell of a lot about me and my interests so yeah yeah, they probably did
2: that's that is probably true like if it knows you're a gamer and knows you're a certain age you're probably getting a different marvel snap ad than you know than other people are it is it is you know the way that this game makes its money and we may have mentioned this last week is you can't buy power at all you can't buy cards you can't do any of that it's only alternate versions of the cards and blinged out versions of the cards and so I think that's awesome. Like, it's so cool. It does mean that, like, yeah, if you wanted to build a pixel art deck, you know, you can't, unfortunately, unless you pay, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of money to get those all art versions. But um, but I just like and appreciate that everyone's on an even playing field and it's only blinging out the cards is how they're monetizing
0: it yeah. for now. Hmm. Anyway, Marvel Snap, out. It's, it's made $2 million in its first week of official release. What? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So off to a Whoa. big start. So wait, good. The, wait. All thanks know, to IGN members, turns yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. let's, I, we need to make a card game. I mean, apparently. I'm hearing. <laughs> apparently. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the US. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region, where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free, as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. let's check in with the listeners hey listeners listeners remember you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at igene.com just like (laughs) here we go big tony style big (laughs) tony style big tony style says for this year's episode of game spook i'm curious what type of candy in the young omega cops trick-or-treat bags was your favorite Mm. all right Bloodworm. What okay, was your tip, so favorite?
1: Here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not a big candy fan anymore. But I loved participating in Halloween's. Those mm-hmm. very cold Halloween's in Iowa City. Those very uh, temperate ones in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I always, uh, liked getting caramel apples. No, I'm just kidding. Those are the worst. Do you ever getting those? And would you get
0: caramel apples? Oh yeah.
1: Like, I had people with bags of popcorn, caramel apples, what uh, it's brownies. Like, it's like, like nobody's an unwieldy thing
0: to be giving out and carrying in your bag. Yeah. It would be always like wrapped in like plastic,
1: but like a oh. full on mm-hmm. caramel apple. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are the grossest ones. You know, I like peanut butter. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I liked pieces yeah. a lot and I was heavily influenced by pieces Because yeah. of E.T. Yeah, I mean, and the peanut butter cups. And then, strangely, those, um, they have names. Somebody here will know what they are. But, strangely, those only Halloween time uh, uh, taffies that are basically peanut butter, they're like always mm. in a black or orange wrapper. I think they're called like mm. Mary Ann's or something. Like they have like a lady's
0: name. I don't know those.
1: They're just like, a, so it'd be like a little brown, you know, like, you know, like a saltwater taffy, right? Weird. But it's peanut butter flavored and they're really yummy. Mm. I've
0: also always been a Reese's. Like peanut butter cups. guy yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I Mary
3: Jane Peanut them. Butter Kisses.
0: There you go. Oh wow. Mary
3: Jane Peanut Butter Kisses. Yeah. I've T- never heard of them before. Okay. Google has though.
2: Okay. What did you type in the yeah, Google I know. to find them? Did you <laughs> did Halloween, Halloween peanut, peanut butter treat <laughs> women's name? <laughs>
3: yeah. I know no. I yeah. typed I typed Halloween Taffy Peanut Butter. There My you go. Yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah, Reese's cups too were like always an honor to get, right? Especially for the full size ones, you know, yeah, it was yeah, always amazing. It's... And then I, I distinctly remember Halloween being the only time of year in which I ever had things that like I generally don't like because you just eat it anyway, right? So like baby Ruth, like I would never get a baby Ruth, you know, but I'd have them at Halloween and be like, oh, this is a baby Ruth. Yeah. So that was my, that's my big foray into <laughs> even knowing what all
2: candy is,
0: is Halloween. Good. Joe, we doing a great job with our B-roll here. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tina, how about you?
3: Um, I'm also a peanut butter and chocolate fan, mm-hmm. so they don't make them anymore, I don't think. I think they tried to bring them back, and it wasn't quite the same recipe, because that's the typical story. But Nutrageous bars
1: Nutrageous,
3: absolute favorites, yeah, because it's chocolate, peanut butter, and peanuts in there. I like chocolate with nuts combined mm-hmm. into some kind of um, yummy uh, candy bar. Oh. So those were my favorites, but Once Upon a Time... I ate way too many one Halloween and I just could not eat it again after that. And then they discontinued it. So I ruined it for
0: myself. Well, so so not is also Reese's and it
3: is. Yeah. And you, mm-hmm. and they're
0: still available, Tina. You can get a big box of them from Amazon, but maybe the recipe is now good. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So I think they, they had discontinued it, brought it back. I'm pretty sure that was the, the cadence yeah. of how things went down, but that's introduced,
0: pretty typical. Introduced in 1994. Hmm. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, how about you? Little Justin, what was his favorite candy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm a little bit of like a basic bitch when it comes to treats because like just like <laughs> Snickers, like I think I think a Snickers no bar way. is like the perfect candy bar. Uh, um, but like no everybody else, like everybody else, <laughs> chocolate and peanut butter is like, you know, such a match made in heaven. And so Reese's are also one of my favorites. They don't make a fun size version of it, so I never got them at Halloween. But my favorite candy bar of all time is the Whatchamacallit. Hell yeah, I'm so happy <laughs> you
1: brought that up. I remember those ads so well. Whatchamacallit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, you can't like I probably haven't had a whatchamacallit in a decade. And I looked and you can get 36 of them for 36 bucks on Amazon. But I feel like a
0: dollar each. Wow.
2: I, but I feel like I've reached a low point <laughs> in my life. If I'm like buying. <laughs> if I'm buying like a $40 box of like, <laughs> of just full size candy bars just to just have around, like that already feels like I, uh, that's, I don't, that's a bridge too far for me. I've, so. I've
1: noticed nobody's mentioned any sort of hard candy so far. And I've never been a big fan, although blow pops are kind of fun. Those are kind of cool. Tootsie roll pops are not. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, uh, I think like at the time that I was really doing a lot of Halloweening uh, nerds were like new, oh, and yeah. really mm-hmm. hip, nerds really hip.
0: Yeah. Um, I liked uh, um. What are they called? Candy corn. When I was a when I was a kid, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't eat candy. What? I wouldn't eat candy corn today, though. Yeah, it's so sweet. That's a divisive yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And oh. what about the candy corn pumpkins?
1: Yeah, That's like I mean, even yeah, more I liked candy those corn. Too. Mm-hmm. And then so what's the
3: worst everybody's gotten though?
1: I mean, what candy corn is. <laughs> yeah, you can f off. You can f <laughs> off with your. They don't raisins. Need to advertise candy corn. This is insane. I've never raisins, seen an ad for yeah. candy corn. Yeah, um, um,
3: I love raisinets though.
1: Raisinets yeah. are pretty good. Mm-hmm. B- b- pencils. Who you got? Pencils. pencils?
2: Uh, n- nickels. Oh, uh, Wait,
3: actual pencils.
2: Yeah, nickels. Yeah. You'd get nickels. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. getting coins, and pennies and nickels. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely.
3: There was um, and so I was in like a little small neighborhood in in New York. So it was like everybody <laughs> kind of knew each other in this particular space when I was in elementary school. And one of our teachers would hand out um, pennies every year. Yeah. and nobody yeah. liked her very much.
2: Smarties <laughs> are bad.
0: Yep. Yeah, I don't care about Smarties. Yeah,
2: we don't. I, I like to observe my two daughters. They're five and eight and um, they trade candy, which is cute. That's like a pastime, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like trading and getting what you want, except the eight year old completely fleeces the five year old <laughs> like and like and then it's one of those parenting moments where I have to ch- I have to decide whether to intervene or not. Mm, or yeah. like, I'm like, you know, you're not being very fair. And she's like, but she agreed to it. She said, yes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but she doesn't know oh my gosh. like, what she's agreeing to. <laughs> And yeah, she, and I go she, I go back and forth between being like that's mean and sad, and then like no, that's part of the big sibling little sibling dynamic. So what's yeah. an example see. of she's a fleece learning trade. that life is not fair? Yeah, a fleece trade. I mean, I can't. I don't have an example. Like she'll she knows what her sister's favorite is, and she'll do like she'll do a lot of like three for one trades. Oh, like okay. I'll give you not one so. of this thing that's your favorite, and but then it like it just it ends up with like big sister just having everything. That's how it ends every time. <laughs>
1: Um. Nobody okay. mentioned gummies either. I think uh, there's like, like gummy like, worms, Sour Patch, and gummy worms. And stuff are like, pretty popular. But like, I always liked it when they were like chuckles or like big thick ones. Oh, mm. here's another bad one: Uh wax lips. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't even understand. And then also the the wax bottles of uh, I guess you would call it yeah. a soda or pop, wherever you're from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had like a little <laughs> sippy thing of
2: like liquid in them. Were you? We a, saw. I yeah. saw. In a store in 2022, I saw someone selling candy cigarettes.
1: Oh, I love candy Whoa. cigarettes. That's so cool. And, yeah. they, and they still come – like, I've not like, weddings where people get them because just like everything we've mentioned, you can get everything on Amazon, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, some of them are packaged to, like, look, like, kind of, like, cool, like – um We'll have like Mexican like tarot cards or something. I don't know something like that on look cool. But then some of them are just look exactly like Marlboros and camels and everything with like some generic thing. And those are like the oldest ones. It's like crazy. And there's two types. There's ones that you can just like, like are chalky, like you can chew. Yeah. And there's another type that I remember from being a kid, which I don't think are around, or maybe they are. But they're a paper tube with like bubble gum inside. And if you Ooh. puff on them, if you blow on them, they blow out <laughs> powdered sugar from the tube. So it looks like it's smoke. What a time yep. to be alive. Yeah, I know and the kids today can just I get to, real cigarettes.
0: So yeah. it's more fun. I used to <laughs> yeah. get
3: those from the, the ice cream truck that would drive oh. around the neighborhood.
0: The, the ice cream truck had candy cigarettes. Yep. Wow.
3: yep. They had, they were chalky, but you could blow through those. Cool. And then, like, yeah, the powdered sugar would come <laughs> yeah,
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what was in the middle, but I remember the blowing part. And yeah. then like, uh, um, that's so great. Cause the ice cream man would come and he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, I'm a, you know, what's your brand? You know,
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean it was the one brand, but yeah. <laughs> you got by flavor instead. That's so on funny. the gummy front, I will say Swedish fish are amazing. Mm.
0: Oh, Swedish fish yeah. are good, yeah. Oh yeah. I can get down with those. Were we
1: ever, Sam, were you we ever a, a big league chew kid? Oh my gosh, so much so. And I didn't realize it was like a reference to chewing tobacco ever. Yeah, I thought it was just right. chewing gum. Same with bubble tape, right? Like bubble tapes in like a hockey yeah, puck. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just like, um,
1: yeah. like... It's kind of like that. And then uh, weirdly, I have memories. Uh, I bet this still exists. There's like basically exactly... I've never even seen chew. Like I've never even seen... I just see it in stores, right? But like Skull or whatever. Hmm. They make beef jerky in that. And it's like shredded beef jerky in a hockey puck. And like I... I don't know why. It's just like Big League Chew. It's like yeah. you're just you're training people to eat tobacco.
0: Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Sure.
1: What are, what are we watching here? I can't tell where this commercial <laughs> is going. Fish. This is a Swedish
0: fish commercial. Again, I don't Apparently. know. I didn't realize you needed to advertise Swedish fish. This is like a very recent commercial for Swedish fish. I think that we're yeah, seeing. Yeah, it's widescreen. And there's
3: not a lot of Swedish fish in this commercial <clears throat> either. No, at least not, not yet. yet.
0: No. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, not it's yet. like
3: don't eat anything else. All of this is garbage.
0: The artist. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. This is Walker <laughs> from Florida. And Walker says, With a new God of War on the horizon, and as we approach the end of the year, it seems like no better time to stir the Game of the Year pot, but with math. One comment that regularly comes up is if games released later in the year have any sort of advantage during Game of the Year discussions um, due to recency bias. Mm-hmm. Being a nerd, I could not let this statement go, so I busted out the Excel spreadsheets and started looking into it using the IGN playlist. For game of the year awards winners winners i was able to answer that question what i found was of the 21 games given the honor of ign's game of the year award there does not seem to be a bias towards games released later in the year (laughs) 10 of the 21 games So 48% were released in the first half of the year, January to June, which is a far more even split than I expected. Interestingly, that trend does seem to be somewhat recent. Between 2001 and 2009, only two of the nine Game of the Year uh, games were in the first half, and that was God of War in 2005 and Okami in 2006. Meaning eight of the last 12 Game of the Year awards have gone to first half games. Maybe the internet is having people... Uh, remember older games. I would be interested to hear your thoughts on why that shift might be. I think it's because the industry has changed and the industry today is much more okay with releasing big games outside of the holiday window. Oh, that's an interesting point.
3: I think that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely a big part of it. I'd like to also take claim on IGN's behalf a little bit because um, we started a slack channel where we would take we would keep track of uh, movies, TV shows, and games across the year so that afterwards the features leads can go back and review you know what that conversation is, keep the tally from January. So mm-hmm. you're paying a little bit closer attention mm-hmm. um, thanks to the wonderful leads at IGN uh, to make sure that there's no recency bias at play. But you know there's there's always biases in, in anything that any human does, um, and so it's really for for journalists. It's just kind of intentionally working against that. So it's tools like creating a Slack channel where people are immediately after they've played or watched something, putting their thoughts in there, and then at the end of the year reflecting back on some of those conversations, categories, tallies, that sort of thing. It keeps you a little bit more honest, or at least it's another tool to try to keep you uh-huh. honest as much as possible.
1: I have to have game of the year watch. Right yeah. here on Game Scoop.
0: That's true. That's
3: true. Mm-hmm. That's another tool. There you go.
0: That's true. I have the list here of games uh, to, to remind everyone. So this is every a Game of the Year Award winner from IGN, starting in 2001 with. Does anyone know the game of the year? Battlefield. I remember looking at its Battlefield. Right. That's next year. It's Halo. Halo. Uh, so Halo, and then Battlefield 1942, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, Half-Life 2, God of War 2005, Okami, Super Mario Galaxy. Fallout 3, Uncharted 2, Mass Effect 2, Portal 2, three sequels in a row, <laughs> then Journey, so that would be 2012, The Last of Us, Dragon Age Inquisition, The Witcher 3, Overwatch, Breath of the Wild, God of War 2018, Control, Hades, and then Forza Horizon 5.
3: You forgot about Red Dead 2.
0: I didn't forget about Red, Red Dead 2. <laughs>
3: Didn't oh. you, though? Didn't we all?
0: <laughs> no, no, that God of War won that year.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm making a joke because yeah. we talked that year about how much we wanted that game to
2: win. Yeah, It was very, very close. It was close. I think it's the it closest, closest it's ever been. Yeah,
3: it was very close.
1: And we suspect this year that there'll be a close one between Elden Ring and God of War, just mm-hmm. based on our staff liking the old God of War a lot and also liking Elden Ring a lot. Yep, yep, yep. So It'll be we'll see year. if the recency bias... Uh, uh, has a new data point.
0: Walker from Florida. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Justin.
2: Well, just an interesting
0: thing about timing
2: is like, I, I bet that doesn't map to overall game releases. Like even though you're right that the culture has shifted and more games are coming out all year round, I would imagine that there's still more overall games coming out in Q4, right? Which makes it even more surprising. Like, you know, for more game of the year winners to be coming in the first half of the year is kind of swimming upstream you're going against um against the overall grain
0: funny you should mention that justin walker from florida says here are some other interesting facts i found during my investigation if elden ring were to win game of the year it would be the first and only game of the year released in february Mm. yeah that's a weird month for Mm. game releases traditionally (sighs) only far cries come out in february currently
3: so that would be two wins
0: currently february and december are the only months that do not have game of the year winners Whoa. December is not too surprising because it's, it's, it would be too late for the cutoff normally. It happens sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. I remember uh, mm. Super Smash Brothers, whichever one. Well, the most recent one came out in December, we, we, and,
1: and also Cyberpunk and Halo for the last two years were in yeah. December, and so we, you know, had to scramble to evaluate yeah. mm-hmm.
0: them. Justin, November has the most Game of the Year winners, but it's only five, so about twenty-five percent of the list. But there's twelve months, cool. so that's a pretty high percentage. That's true. <laughs> if god of war were to win this year it would mark the third god of war game to win and is the only franchise with multiple winners mm. so only one mario game or one zelda game has ever won come game on of the year. yeah that's so cool we weren't doing game of the year yeah. in 1998 when ocarina of time came yeah, out Yeah, wow <clears throat> yeah this this is getting a little into the weeds no game of the war no game of the year winner has been released on a wednesday saturday or sunday yeah well yeah, that's not too surprising. <laughs> it used to be Tuesdays all the time. Right? That's what it said. 14% of the winners, 67% of our winners were released on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what? Doesn't It doesn't... I think God of War comes out on a weird... I think it comes out on a Wednesday, doesn't it? It comes out on
0: a weird day of the week. I think it might be Thursday. Was it? The 9th? Maybe Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Or it's a Friday, actually.
1: Yeah, which really oh, means so just, Thursday. That's not that weird. Yeah, there's like a lot of Friday games that come out on Thursday now, though. So. Yeah. That's a thing, just yep. like shows. It's just so weird that our whole lives are based around mm-hmm. streaming things now, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the release date is this yeah. day," but it's always the night before. It's like just check. Just oh, guys, God of
2: War, God of War comes out Wednesday the ninth.
0: Um, are you, I think you're looking at the wrong. Oh, you're right. You're, sorry, you're right. Sorry, you are. You are correct. It is Wednesday the 9th.
2: That's weird. Like, why Wednesday? It's just very unusual. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it some joke on
1: uh, what is it? Eleven <laughs> nine. So, some knows? kind of numerology around <laughs> God
2: of War.
0: Anyway, Walker says, as always, I wanted to thank you for your team's dedication to releasing great content and providing me countless hours of entertainment. I regularly look forward to my podcast app updating when a new episode of GameScoop arrives to make my Friday chores a bit easier.
1: Well, I would challenge this reader to make those countless hours a count adventure
2: because he's so good with math. It's true. Mm -hmm. indeed i wish i wish we had stats on um how many were multi-platform versus how many was exclusive um i mean you know it'd be easy enough easy enough for
0: us to figure out i mean yeah with that list i mean (coughs) so battlefield okay so halo exclusive battlefield 1942 pc only i think yeah nice nice old republic was an xbox console exclusive half-life 2 was originally pc and then only came to consoles in the orange box no i'm sorry it came to xbox uh, God of War exclusive. Okami was exclusive? Yeah. PS2? PS. Yeah, PS2. Yeah. Mario Galaxy exclusive. Fallout mm-hmm. 3, not. Uncharted 2, yes. Mass Effect 2, not. That, but the original Mass Effect yeah. was exclusive to Xbox, right? Yeah, and and P- it was on PC, but yeah, yeah. it
1: was on Xbox only.
0: <sighs> portal 2 not journey was was originally a a playstation exclusive last of us was dragon age inquisition not witcher 3 not overwatch not breath of the wild yes god of war yes control not hades not forza yes Mm -hmm. i don't know how that all shakes out in percentages but i'll just collate that real quick (laughs) bloodworm collate (laughs) six four three five two Uh, Okay, moving on. This is Sean in Maryland. uh, Wants to know, how do we sort our physical games? He says, my wife recently allowed me to display my physical games collection. As I started to put the games on the shelves, I quickly realized there are so many different ways to sort them. By system, by generation, by order in which I played them, by franchise, alphabetically, and so on. It then gets even more complicated by trying to decide if I put a remastered version of a game with the original system in which it was released for context when it came out. Think Wind Waker HD uh, for GameCube. Or for uh, Wii U. I think I'm going to opt for generation and then by system and then by order in which I played. This will give me the context of when and where I was in my life when I played a game and how my tastes evolved over time. Oh,
1: that's the high fidelity style of. Uh, yeah.
0: It says, I've attached a photo of my work in progress setup. I don't know if Jobert has that ready to go that we can pull up here. Um, but while we. Oh, there it is. Yeah. This is a, his. This is Sean and Marilyn's work in progress setup. Uh. Tina, do you have a system that you use to sort your physical games?
3: I do. So, I mean, I don't have a ton of physical games anymore. So the ones that I do have are in a binder. They don't even, aren't in the cases, um, which I know is blasphemy for a lot of people. I tried to save the cases. And then at some point my parents decided to give it away. That's what happens when, you know, a lot of these things live at your parents. Oh yes. The binder exists, the CD part actually exists. Um, and I would do it by generation. I think that's super smart. Um, Makes sense when you've got like a console loaded to go and that's where you're going and flipping through your games looking for first. So generation first and then alphabetically, um, not much deeper than that. Something about Mm. alphabetically just seems to suit in general for most things.
0: Mm. Sam, how about you?
1: Okay, so I have a lot of hard copies of games, but I stopped, you know, probably two generations ago. For the most part, sometimes I pick up stuff, but uh, I like seeing all the spines lined up. So that's really important to me. Like all the PlayStation Two spines lined up look really cool, and so I would never like change that. But I don't really alphabetize those games. I alphabetize my retro games, so I have you know a cup. I don't probably six hundred NES games, and they are uh, alphabetized. That is such a pain. <laughs> if I buy three or five <laughs> NES games, like the, yeah, if, you have to you have to shift every single stack of games, and it's a shelf kind of like this. It's mounted on the wall, white shelves. I have two of them. They probably hold 300 games a piece, and you know you have to. It's such a pain that like I have like three shelves of shame that are just unfiled now, and you know that's just how it works. That works. That works with records too. It's like you know you you, you buy it you know, maybe I don't I probably. You know, buy maybe a hundred records, you know, in a, in a couple months or something. And they all just sit in a, in a on the floor of shame until I file them eventually. And that's a pain, too. You got to move big shelves over and stuff. So it's not it's not perfect. But um, yeah, most of my games are unordered by the, the era, you know, whatever console they are, just because they look cool all stacked up together.
2: Mm. Sam, I have bad news for you. PS2 are retro games. Oh, yes, I know. I know.
1: They look great. PS2 is a great system to collect because they look cool on a shelf. And then Xbox yeah. 360 looks really bad anywhere in anybody's yep, house cuz the green, neon green. <laughs> yeah. but it's really funny. Wii looks really good. The Wii white games look nice. And I was going I the, was the uh, what? telling yeah. um uh, I, I, well look, I forget what I was talking to you about this, but my games are faded now. Like I, I left them on a shelf and I recently moved and I noticed like a couple of my game spines had lost their reds. So like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not putting my games on shelves. I'm going to totally put them hide in- Hide them away. Yeah, safe like storage containers and put them away. I'm just really disappointed that that happened at all. And there's, you know, uh, luckily for games from- I don't know, whatever generation they were, they were like Xbox 360 and PS2 games, like that type of stuff. Like you can sometimes replace the paper cases easy, more easily than stuff mm-hmm. for rare games, but like, I don't know, it just sucks. Like they got, they got sun damage. So beware everybody out there. Your games can get sun damage by displaying them like this humble
2: viewer is doing in this <laughs> mm-hmm. picture. This humble. You got it. Your magic, the gathering cards will get sun damage. Too. Really?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Justin, you have a system?
2: Uh, It's just pure chaos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a total. They're all in. They're all on in that door right behind me. That's the closet of my office. They're all in there. And it's just a complete shit show back there. (laughs) It's just a total just cables and consoles Mm -hmm. and controllers and games all piled up in one another. There's no system of any
0: kind. Yeah. Yeah. My answer for how I sort my physical games is I don't. I'm actually, my wife has actually not allowed me to display uh, my video games, even Mm -hmm. though she works in games and likes all the nerdy stuff that I do. She's not down with displaying nerdy stuff in the house, but it doesn't really bother me. I didn't, I haven't kept any of my old systems. Mm -hmm. I don't have them anymore. I don't, I don't like having clutter in the house. And I'm just realistically, I'm never going to like set up my game, my old GameCube. And, you know, plug it in. I'm just not going to do it. So that's fine. And then my current systems, the vast majority of games I have are digital. I don't have anything to display anyway. Ah, Yes, yes.
2: So we like I'm stuck in this weird middle ground where like I'm not a game collector, but I have been a game player all my life. And so like I have 25 NES carts, but it's not like a curated. It's not like Mega Man and Castlevania. It's like the games that I had as a kid. So it's like Gremlins 2 and just bad, trashy, you know, NES games. Goonies 2. Yeah, like they're not they're not worth anything. Um, but they're also not like important to me. Like like I can only get like five bucks for it, so it's like, well, I don't want to get rid of it, but I also don't need it, and so it just stays in the closet. <laughs> It'll stay there till I die, and then it's my kids' problem.
0: Sam, are those the Star Wars VHS tapes on Sean from Maryland's shelf? Oh yeah, they are. The very recognizable ones. I think
1: that oh, was the era yeah. that they came out on uh Laserdisc as well.
0: Yeah. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a Zerk is this Xbox game, A Zurich. Zerk. Zerk? Don't remember uh, A Zerk. Uh, A Zerk. Yeah, I don't know that one. Zurich. Okay, well, speaking of our costumes, myself, Damon Targaryen, and my bloodworm. I, I call you that because I can't remember. Caraxes? A Caraxes. Caraxes yeah. okay. Uh, Just go by Wormy. House of the Dragon has now <laughs> completed its run. Sam and Tina and I have watched it. Justin has not yet. So, no spoilers but i just want to say the show was fantastic and i was as skeptical as anyone going into it uh you know yeah
1: well nobody seemed to care about game of thrones anymore yeah. by the time that show was starting we're like why do we need this
0: and then by the end of it we're like oh i see why we need this yeah it's fantastic it's like it's on a much smaller scale than game of thrones proper a lot more was. biting <clears throat> what's up a lot more biting <laughs> yeah there's more biting they really turned up the yeah, biting but like yeah. like it started like the first couple episodes weren't bad but i was like yeah this seems okay I, but you weren't invested in the characters yet be like there's so many great characters and i got invested in all of them king viserys a very different type of king for game of thrones uh him and all and the the different members of the family I, I, that are i think like everybody does something horrible
1: in this show and i think in the in the previous one people make mistakes but don't do horrible things like hmm. i don't think ned stark ever did anything horrible he always did kind well, of like good stuff, right? Mm-hmm.
2: What did he do that was horrible? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's in, in context of the universe, it's okay. But in the opening episode, he beheads that guy for.
3: Who's trying for to come warn the them? Wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But isn't
1: that his job?
3: Yeah. That's well, what Jesse's I mean, saying with the context of the world. Didn't did yeah, he like desert the, the
0: Yeah. The, the, the I don't think Ned enjoyed it. Some of the characters would have enjoyed it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But it is one of those, like, he didn't do anything morally wrong in accordance to, as Justin said, the context of the world and Sam, as Mm -hmm. you're saying like his job, but it's one of those frustrating moments. And Ned has a lot of those where it's like, man, if you just made a little bit of a different decision, things would have gone differently. You're not really understanding the rest of the context of the world. Uh, But yeah, I think the fact that game of Thrones, the main series ended the way that it did Mm -hmm. um, gave a lot of people reduced expectations for this show. And I think that's part of the reason why it's been such a delightful surprise too. Yeah.
0: Mm Yeah. I, I give it two big thumbs up Sam you agree oh 100% and I,
1: I really really want to I, I just wish there was a contracted period of time before the next
0: season I'll I. forget everything but well, apparently the next season is like two years away oh boy Yeah. oh boy yeah how do you, Tina, you feel about the time jumps like I I love the season but I, I, I almost wish they could have like made the time jumps in between seasons but then you know we wouldn't have gotten to the good stuff in the back half of the season so I don't, I don't know
3: Maybe yeah, I usually the best like that kid. style. I usually like the flashback style because then you get to have the ac- actors with you a little bit longer. I think the yeah. um, younger genera- generation actors did a really incredible job. So in a mm-hmm. way, it was really sad to see them off. Um, but at the same time, it was good for establishing the character arcs, too. It was a good uh, visual reinforcement of that. Like, Allison, myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, have gone through lots of different transitions where it's like, oh, she seems... Like she's good and she was loyal and she has this like genuine connection. And okay, maybe these are just her insecurities coming at play and her father's kind of manipulating her. Oh no, wait, maybe she's actually a horrible person now we're coming back around. So I think that's interesting. Damon goes through his character arcs, Caraxes, too. You know, dragons mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. personalities as well.
1: Although, so. apparently Caraxes is getting abandoned by the end of that, and we don't know well, no, spoilers, that. no spoilers. No mm-hmm. spoilers.
0: I don't know if that's a spoiler. There are, just, there are a lot more dragons in the well, show. Well,
1: let me then. just say this, yes. uh, not about Caraxes, that uh, one of the characters uh, that you, you, you follow these characters as they grow up, as we're all talking about. One of them uh, uh, grows up and gets really old and turns into the coolest looking CG, like effects character ever
0: it's good it's really good it's good
2: do they turn into a dragon
0: <laughs> oh, that's how dragons no spoilers are justin no anyway, uh, uh justin do you plan to watch it i recommend you do
2: yeah like i am just not subscribed to hbo right now and so there's i've i was just telling you before we recorded i think there's like three shows now like i want to watch our flag means death and harley quinn and now game of thrones and so that's enough where mm-hmm. all right let's go let's let's sign back up for hbo yeah i I
1: think uh, if you can stick through i really like all of our flags means death but it loses people i don't know a couple episodes in but like it sticks the landing in a really
0: fun way and an unexpected way and i I can't wait to hear what you think well speaking of that i've finally gotten around to watching the latest season of what we do in the shadows oh
2: it's so good i'm like i'm laughing i'm I'm
0: laughing out loud every episode it's great Yeah. yeah It's, yeah
2: it, and it's a total bounce back from like i think last season was a little bit of a disappointment in this one like they just yeah, it's, it's it's so excellent
0: yeah i was skeptical that they could keep it going into a fourth season but they, they managed to pull it off so that's been very good yep okay my friends That brings us to video game 20 questions. Oh my goodness. Our suggestion this week comes from Andy from Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Let the questioning begin. There's a horse in the studio. There is a horse in the studio here as well. (laughs) Oh. What? A mighty steed. Pear's horse has entered the studio. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's hard to tell from here. It might just be a greyhound dog. Mm hmm
0: mm -hmm.
1: Anyway. Hi, Pear.
0: Let the questioning (laughs) begin.
3: Is this a spooky game?
0: Oh, good one. No, it's not.
3: Oh, <laughs> broke tradition. <laughs> I don't think we had a
1: single spooky game this season, then.
3: Oh, there's I don't still know. time. We'll time?
1: have to ask the stat yeah. person. Indeed. Um, okay. Did this come out uh, after the year 2000?
2: Yes. Okay. Is it, not, is it playable on the Switch? No.
3: Is it an exclusive? I forget how I used to ask that question with specificity.
1: Console exclusive,
3: yeah, or no, no, no. Is it exclusive to one platform? That oh. way we can include
0: mm-hmm, PC easy. as well. It is not exclusive to one platform. Is this based on a license? <laughs> yes, that's five.
2: What does that mean? <laughs> Maybe it's Sneak King or something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a great game. Are there? Well, there are Game of Thrones games. Yeah, totally. Is it a um, narrative-driven game?
0: No you wouldn't say that it's
3: not the game of thrones game Mm.
1: um is it is it a license based on tv or movies
0: the no no okay Uh, not i mean okay no (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's a comic-y
1: thing that's become a
2: yeah that's tough um we don't really know. We're in like a 22 year span that I'd like to narrow down. I mean, okay. Like did this game come out after January 1st, 2010?
1: Yes. Um, is this is based on a comic bookie series. No. Okay. Well, that's why the, the license might be kind of weird for this then, huh?
3: Well, it could it's, be sports technically could be music toys.
1: Toys is a Foods. good one. Yeah. Food.
2: yeah you know there's hot wheels unleashed totally totally yeah should we go racing
3: game or yeah exactly
2: Uh, i want to know
1: the license yeah it it might take us a while to get there but we can try for it
2: we don't have to no 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 it's fine what else i mean we could though
3: you go like is it a sports game for instance Mm -hmm. but i doubt that
2: is is this licensed off of like a toy or a
0: physical object of some kind a toy or a physical object yeah um uh, uh, I, I cannot wa-
1: wait I, for the answer I, to this i want question. you to rephrase
0: your question
3: <laughs> like a physical product no that's all too the same that's too same is
2: this a video game based off of, maybe, it's a, it's hey, all maybe it's a, a board game yeah, that's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. I like that suggestion. Is this, is this a digital adaptation of a board game? No. That's ten- <laughs> oh no.
3: Have we mentioned a category by which the license matches to one of what we've been talking about? Uh, that was a weird
0: way of putting it. Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> I don't have
3: know. Have we mentioned the the cat the license category?
0: The license, like what is
3: what, like what
2: type
0: what- of.
3: License it is, yes. Mm, so so right. we said toys, we said cars, we said sports. We already asked the board game one specifically.
0: Okay. Then, we, no, you have not mentioned oh. what this is licensed from. Could be a book. Could be a book. It could be, a,
2: it could be like a Lord of the Rings game mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not based off of, like, the movies or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or maybe even Song of Ice and Fire.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is this
0: based on a book? Yes,
1: Okay. Ugh. Okay. I think we can get this. It's probably Shadow of Mordor or guess. still
0: Game the, of Thrones. This beautiful. game, I don't know, probably not based on a book. The license is from a book. Understood. Yeah. 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 yeah Shadow gotcha. of Mordor is a very credible guess.
1: Yeah. Um, is a fantasy game?
0: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so sci fi, maybe?
3: Yeah.
1: Chronicles of Riddick?
3: <laughs> Technically, yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, not not fantasy. What other kinds of books were we basing games on? Harry Potter.
2: Yeah. That's fantasy, right? Does that count? Yeah. Harry, Harry Potter is a pretty good guess. Although I don't know that I, there's that many Harry Potter. But games. isn't that fantasy?
3: There are more than you'd probably remember. But yeah, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, this is getting interesting. Um, yeah. What else are they making book book movies about? I was trying to think about like horror theme things. Oh like if yeah. There's any Stephen Ki- mm-hmm. Stephen King games, mm-hmm. Dark Tower game.
3: Basically everything is modeled off of the road,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but I don't know that it, yeah. there's like a direct.
2: Yeah. Game yeah. That's for a good that. point. I was just thinking about that book the other day. Is this based
1: Meek. off a sci-fi? Mm. Is this a sci-fi game?
2: No. Crazy.
3: Hmm
1: crazy 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 not spooky kind of so, something that that had its origins and books but maybe it's not based on it what if what about the telltale oeuvre is there anything in there that would apply to this
2: Walking no because i
3: already asked if it was a narrative driven game mm-hmm. and
2: it's not that's that's, that's a good point but otherwise otherwise like yeah, um, that's a good point yeah uh, wolf you know one of the
1: no you're you're right about the narrative we eliminated we all of them yep yeah crud
3: because my um, first thought was oh, oh game what about Thrones? witcher what
1: no that's fantasy darn uh, it darn it so funny um or cyberpunk sci-fi
2: yeah yeah
1: so maybe it's like a western is there any westerny games or godfather type stuff it was a godfather game yeah
2: I would say they made they made a few of those. Like there was, I guess, Scarface is maybe based off the movie, but Godfather is probably not.
1: Yeah, maybe other crime stuff too. There could be crime stuff.
2: Like it might be Godfather because that's why there was a little bit of confusion over whether it was like a movie license thing. Yeah, I don't know. Is
3: it narrative driven though?
2: I mean, it's an open world. The GTA clone. Yeah. So, it, it,
1: well, I, I don't think it is that. But I'm going to ask the open world question. Would that make sense? Sure. Is this an open world game?
2: No. Okay. Uh, you know, would it count if it were superhero based? Like, could a Mar- could this just be a Marvel or DC game?
1: Yeah, I asked about comics.
3: Yeah, you? or we mentioned it as part of the licenses we were thinking of.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: Man, this is not going great, but it's pretty interesting. So, what are we on? 10? Yeah. fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh Good boy. Do we need? And we just know if it's in twenty years. Do we need the years better, or would that even help?
2: We know twenty ten. I guess that's after twenty ten. After twenty ten. Okay. Okay. Well, after two thousand nine. Can we phone a friend? Is uh, Paris still <laughs> oh. in there? Oh, Paris, not here. Can we phone a skull? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: The skull it has no ideas. It turns out. So.
0: I do apologize that uh, Ricardo skeleton could not join us today Uh, since i'm in san francisco there was no room in my suitcase for that old bag of bones
2: all right i don't know where to go with this um how would you explain that to the tsa
0: (laughs) oh Um. we can hear you we can
1: hear you jobert yeah we can hear the control room right now
2: if they have any ideas
1: let us know (laughs) (laughs) um shall we do uh I don't know where we're, where we're going wrong with this. Maybe graphic style, or can you play as a human? We could do that.
3: My guess is, is it's like a light license connection, like maybe a platformer. Well, no, probably not a platformer
2: if it, in the last yeah. 10 years. I mean, what in the world? It's going to be it's going to be some sort of like, you know, weird action arcade game that has like a kooky license. Oh, like it's yeah. based off of like Emily Dickinson, but it's like some weird mm-hmm. arcade game or like mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Oh, smart. Like Frankenstein or Dracula games would be that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it's not that at all. But like I'm confused about something that is based off the world of a book, but is not a narrative driven game. Yeah. That confuses me.
3: can't be Frankenstein or Dracula because it's non spooky. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: could be jumanji
3: but it's a good trajectory i mean
1: what about if it's like a kids a series
2: should we go that direction could be kids series
3: it's possible with licenses
2: yeah mm.
1: would this be a game directed at children no wow adulty oh books too mm. um should we ask well, i bet you play as a human should we ask about crime, or I, I'm kind of interested. If it's not sci-fi or fantasy, I kind of want to know like what the deal is. But it could be like just something like really basic, just like this is based on you know Fifty Cent Blood and Blood in the Sand or something, right?
2: I mean, they made they made like digital. He said it's not a digital board game port, but they made like remember like 80 Days, like that narrative game. They made Sorcery, although that's very narrative based, so never mind. Mm. It's thinking about like those digital game books.
1: That, I don't know
0: if he'd ever get a question like that. I don't know. This is no, going pretty long. It's also, yeah, I give up. Three <laughs> um, questions and a guess is what you got. All right. Do you play as a human? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um.
2: Is it? I like crime based. I like knowing if this is a like crime.
0: Yeah, it's a cr- based. crime crime based game. Like, do you as the player commit crimes or or solve them? Or, what either or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you commit or solve crimes? Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's a great question. Or, like, is it just a part of the theme? Is there any crime yeah. going on as a theme in this game?
0: Is there any yeah, crime? Yeah, is it crimey, Damon? Come on.
1: We yeah, ask this question every on.
3: time.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I mean, I just feel like you don't want to. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm, all right. He's asking He's us like, to ask something work. else. It's not my job to save you it's, from but, yourselves. But when, there is, it but is There is crime that happens in the game. Okay. There is some crime but happening. I don't,
2: but that's not what we were asking. Yeah. I mean, whatever. That's, that's the genie's what you out of the bottle now. You said, no! You asked, we said, like...
0: Do you commit crimes or solve crimes?
2: Mm-hmm. It's the theme of the game. Like, is it a crime-themed game? And like, yeah,
3: like, detective
0: I mean, kind of thing. But, like, think of how many games... Where there's some like, sort, sort of criminal not like happening. parking
1: tickets, statement like real crime, like <laughs> yeah. hard crime. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's, yeah like, there is hard crime that is happening in this game.
3: Based on a book.
0: Mm hmm. It's a weird one. All right. Maybe it's not. I mean, maybe it's like some huge. Is there c- crime happening in Super Mario Brothers? I mean,
1: Bowser turned everybody into bricks.
2: <laughs> that's, that must be illegal. <laughs> Maybe. If I, not now, it's been legislated against since. I mean, since there
1: are them. kingdoms but, and rules. Yeah. Kidnapping? Do, yeah. Kidnapping, right?
2: Yeah. It, is, it is a monarchy, though. So, like, we don't know what's I'm going sure on. I'm sure the there. princess <laughs> outlawed
1: her own capture. I, I just think, for <laughs> at future, least after the first time. Yeah. For future <laughs> tips, I don't think we <laughs>
0: once. I mean, I think there are much fewer games that don't have crime in them. Why don't you just tell us what the fucking game is? <laughs> well, you have one more yeah. You have one more question, and then you can. But it's not like that's the oh difference
2: between, like, The Godfather and, like, you know, like, The Godfather or GTA, yeah. like, crime-themed games. Yeah, like, like heavily relevant. Yeah, like, God but of War. I of appreciate like, everybody. Yeah, Crimes are being committed in God of War, but it's not yeah. a crime-themed game. Well, that's yeah, we're it. not
3: asking for technical crimes. We're asking for, like, overwhelmingly, you would come away and be like, yeah, that's about crime.
2: This is a game about <laughs> criminals or stopping criminals. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like, think of how is many games where you stop criminals.
1: Okay, does this game take place in the past? No, and that's is that it. Our last question? So that's it's not it. sci-fi. It takes place present day. Yeah, that's our last question. It's a present day game based on uh, somehow related to books.
2: That wasn't a horrible question though, because they made that Pillars of the Earth, yep. you know, game and a few other well, historical all based...
1: westerns, all yeah. historical, like like Japanese like cool games like all that stuff
2: Um, so they is it like quantic dream i'm i can't can't, i'm I'm stuck on narrative-based games even though he said it wasn't one so
1: yeah what if it's like we should have asked if it was made in japan but uh, what if it's like a yakuza type game you know or something like from no those
2: are very crime-based though i guess damon did say yes it's
0: all right, like hesitant. You want to tell us what this game is? All right, I can reveal it if there's no guess. This game is from 2010. It was an Xbox 360 console exclusive, although it came to PC. It is based on Tom Clancy's. Wow, oh, the Clancy, the Clancyverse, Splinter Cell, Conviction, and you are stopping criminals. Yeah, definitely in this game. Definitely, definitely
3: a crime game by
0: shooting them in the head when they're not looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is this the one i think this is the one where you are you also are kind of a criminal like is this the one where you're like falsely accused or yeah. like well, i didn't so good
0: those graphics look amazing oh, double agent double agent. yeah i love so there's this one and then um blacklist came after it and i love both of these games clancy yeah. clancy always gets me with the yeah. license yeah. yeah, uh, there's so
3: many of them too
1: it's a
0: it's you know it's a book license that I think for, at least for us is much more ubiquitous in games than it totally. is in totally yeah, yeah you know um,
1: Clancy's not, Clancy made like there was even like an air combat game I think we did on yeah. the game on Hot Haw- Hawks yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so difficult don't though.
2: don't quote me on this I guess I don't have to say it out loud on the show but I think that <laughs> Splinter Cell was a video game first <laughs> and then they then they made like novels later
0: like I think it started as a video game oh, but funny. it still has like Tom Clancy's yeah, yeah, yeah. Branding yeah. on it.
2: And it's in the Clancy verse. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which is like, yeah, the spy yeah, spy universe.
1: I guess we could right. have included 007. I didn't think about that either. It could have been a spy
0: game. Yeah. Anyway, Splinter Cell Conviction. Uh, thank you for the suggestion. Andy from Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Uh, if, if viewers and listeners have your own suggestions for 20 questions, email them to me at the email address. Gamescoop but that
1: ones like that—that that one was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it is a shame. Oh wait, are we being too loud? They just closed the door on us in the studio. Yeah, are man, we? Are we interrupting the festivities out there? I think we're locked in, <laughs> and the pizza's gone. Yeah, I hope there. I hope <laughs> send there. pizza. I hope there is still, still some pizza left. Tina, I'm so glad you could join us today.
1: Yeah,
3: great me having too. you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, it's great to be back. Even though we lost on my inaugural return, but yeah. it's okay. Wow. Maybe next I don't time. think it
0: was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are you are dearly missed in the community. I don't know if you noticed in comments, but yeah, you I miss are,
3: the community too. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hi Scoop Nation. Yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I get to return soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Be good to have you back. Um, and that is all the spooks that we have for you this week. Uh, thank you to Korexis. I don't know why I can't remember your I name. I can't right? remember either. Yeah. You can just go by Wormy. <laughs> thank you to Wormy. <laughs> <laughs> Wormy. <laughs> thank you to Allison Hightower. Thank you to just regular ass Justin. Uh, <laughs> Everybody have you know if, if you're celebrating Halloween, I hope you have a very safe and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. Yeah. My name is Damon Targaryen. This is IGN Gamescoop, and wrapped. Mm-hmm. I could pull off long hair.
1: They don't like...
3: I think yeah. you could, too. Especially, we, like, the gray long hair yeah, as
0: well. That, it would be great. We all went with, um... Woo!
1: We this all, has
3: been hurting my head. Oh,
1: <laughs> I know. Same here. We all went <laughs> look with look peanut buttery-based snacks. Yeah. yeah
2: I, I'm feeling it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God. And we
0: are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.